What is happening in New Hampshire? Hi, my name is Quinn Mitchell, and this is Into the Tussle. I am a 15-year-old political and historical enthusiast from New Hampshire, the first in the nation primary state where all the candidates come through in order to secure the nomination for the presidency. The New Hampshire primary is two days away. This is January 21st. The New Hampshire primary is on January 23rd. This podcast, uh, I'm going to recount my experiences of going to every single Republican candidate and even a Democrat candidate in the primary and who I think will win the primary. So let's get started. So I'm going to start with the front runner, Donald Trump. I went to a rally of his last night. And let me tell you what is apparent. Donald Trump is his own game. He can buck New Hampshire traditions. He can buck the norms. But at the end of the day, he can do whatever he wants. And his supporters will still love him like hell. I mean, these are people who would walk over broken glass to vote for their guy. And there's always going to be 50% of the Republican electorate who would go to hell and back with the guy. And listen, I, I was at this rally last night. I mean, Trump points at every single person. He gives them a sense of feeling loved, heard, and wanted. I mean, that, those intense, you know, basic human desires are, you know, really emotions that they can only get at a Trump rally. And, you know, that's where his charisma comes in. He provides a sense of community, you know, a sense of belonging for these people. And he points at everybody. He makes them feel heard. And that's what's really unique about Donald Trump, his charisma and his ability to draw in people and to make them feel like he really cares for them. I asked Trump people last night why they liked Donald Trump so much. The main thing I got was that he loves them. He cares for them, and he disrupts the system. He shakes things up. You know, I was at Nikki Haley events this week. She, her main line for Donald Trump is, chaos follows him. His supporters want him to be that chaos. They're tired of the status quo. They're tired of the norm. They love Donald Trump for shaking things up. But what I've just talked about is really hard to explain. These Trump rallies are one of a kind. I mean, the windshield was below zero, yet there were still 6,000 people standing in line for him. A couple thousand of them didn't even get in. I mean, there's not another politician in the country that has such a strong base of support that Donald Trump has. You know, at a Portsmouth rally, he was three hours late. His supporters didn't care. They were just happy to hear the guy, three hours late or not. And that's what's really unique about Donald Trump. He's always going to have that base of support who would go to hell and back with him. So let's talk about the next candidate, Nikki Haley. So I went to two of her events. One thing you should know about Nikki Haley. Um, she is very controlled. She's pretty much on a leash by her staff. After the, the Civil War gaffe, when she said, what do you want me to say about slavery, and appeared to you know not list slavery as a cause for the Civil War, her campaign is really afraid of you know, having her out in open forum events and potentially getting another you know, harmful question like that to her candidacy. 
and they know that you know granite staters have a, a mass amount of those questions so they're really afraid of that um she hasn't really taken questions at all this week in new hampshire the event i went to there was 600 700 people there you know much enthusiasm um you know but we compare it to donald trump it's almost nothing and she gave her usual you know dumbed down stump speech of like 30 40 minutes <laughs> you know Nikki Haley's stump speech is good the first time, but the fourth, fifth, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth times, it's really boring because she says the same stuff over and over again. You know, I appreciate presidential candidates with variety. Chris Christie, Vivek Ramaswamy, you know, people can have their flaws or concerns about them, but they made me think, you know, for good or bad, they made me think um, because they always had new variety and new content to say not like that with Nikki Haley. It's the same thing over and over again. It's a show. Um, and, you know, her staff is very controlling. They're very afraid of a mess-up, and they've exerted some outside control in New Hampshire that they've enjoyed in other places. Um, I didn't get, I didn't go up to her on Friday, because, or sorry, on Friday, because I felt it was a large crowd, and I wanted to give every chance to meet her because she does these photo lines after events. Um, that's the unique thing about Nikki Haley. She loves to take the photos, does not like to take the questions. You know, um, but that's what's really been hurting in her in New Hampshire. It's not taking questions and not giving Granite Stairs the access. You know, the reason why Granite Stairs are not asking presidential candidates tough questions right now, like you know. It's our history to do that. It's a tradition to do that. That's New Hampshire traditions. That's the norms here. It's not because of their inability to do it. It's because we are being denied access. I mean, the three candidates in the race have exerted their outside control at these events, and they've seceded. You know, we don't have access anymore that we've enjoyed for you know a hundred years. Um, and at the at the event I went to yesterday morning. Haley did her usual speech, no questions. I talked to people there. You know, they were extremely disappointed that she hadn't been taking questions. One woman even drove drove up to um, Bread and Woods, New Hampshire. There's a very famous hotel there. She drew up. She drove up there in a snowstorm just for Nikki Haley not to take questions. And actually, I'll get into this later. But what's really hurt Nikki Haley this week in New Hampshire? There's two things: not taking questions and not doing the debates. You know, when you're Nikki Haley and you're the obvious underdog, shouldn't you take the risk of getting burned by a New Hampshire questionnaire rather than where she is now? She's not going to win because she hasn't taken questions and is not doing the debates. You know, when you want to win and you're the underdog, you got to throw everything at it. It's an inevitability, excuse me, I have trouble pronouncing that, that if you don't take questions in New Hampshire, it's seriously going to hurt you here. You know, DeSantis learned that the extremely tough way. Um, you know, he didn't take questions back in June. It hurt him. He wasn't back in the state for two months. He was dead in the state. He's dead in the water now. And in Iowa, where he drew a, like a you know, pretty sad 21% for a state where he put all of his resources in, you know, no one, you know, no state you know, really has like a strong base of support for the guy. Um, so yeah, Nikki Haley has really hurt herself by not doing the debates and not taking questions. On Monday, I tried to go up to her. You know, there was less people at the event. Tried to go up to her, and this is probably my last time of trying to go, trying to go up to her. And you know, I was blocked. I was called a clown by her people, and was told 
she takes questions, but not from you, from her staffers. The bottom line is Nikki Haley doesn't take any questions because she's so afraid. She's so afraid of screwing up. But if you don't take questions, it's going to burn you in New Hampshire. So I think it was a dumb decision. And the thing about Nikki Haley is I really do believe she has the ability to do that. I think with enough practice and, you know, Chris Christie and Vivek Ramaswamy never got burned by questionnaires. You know why? Because they allowed access. They hosted open forum events where each and every person could stand up and ask the question on their mind. Nikki Haley has been severely hurt, severely limited. She's on a leash, but she shouldn't be on that leash because I know she has the ability to take hard questions, to do it the New Hampshire way, in a way that makes her look good in the state. You know, rather than not taking questions and not doing the debates and bucking the traditions here. She has the ability to do that. She's extremely smart. But her, I think her staffers are making the wrong strategic play here. I mean, my experience on Monday of being called a clown and told, you know, she doesn't take questions from me and she takes from everybody else just connects to the larger theme of, you know, control and really, you know, frankly, three candidates who don't value New Hampshire traditions and have gotten away with exerting their control. So that's my take on Nikki Haley. Control, but that really that control has backfired on her now. She's not gonna win New Hampshire. It's very apparent. You know, pretty much everybody knows at this point. Let's talk about Ron DeSantis. The guy's dead. He's dead in the water. He should drop out, you know, to be blunt. Um the funny thing is is you know the guy's pulling out six five or six percent here. I went to an event on Wednesday for him. Yeah, not it was an interesting event. He had Congressman Chip Roy, Thomas Macy. I thought they were excellent surrogates for him. I actually think his surrogates are better than the candidate in terms of public speaking and cultivating relationships with the crowd. I think they really succeeded in that. So I think they're a bit part in fact making up for um DeSantis there. Um I had a question for him. And the funny thing is when he came out, we actually made, he must have looked at me about 20 times. I mean, the guy, I was in second row. We met eye contact so many times. Um, not a lot happened though. At the end, um, I tried to go up to him afterwards. You know, couldn't go up. There's a lot of people wanting to meet him. The guy rushed out after about five minutes. Um, but what my sister literally told me is that the security guards were watching me very closely. You know, they were freaked out. But luckily they didn't make the, stupid and dumb strategic decision they've made in the past of kicking me out and you know you know all the physicality there um but DeSantis's you know motto and message in New Hampshire now is much like Chris Christie's I take questions they don't they don't value you I do but there is a clear line between taking questions and answering them I mean, credit to DeSantis. I mean, he's taking questions, but he's not answering them. And to me, that's almost just as bad as not taking questions. You know, he's not answering them. Um, Nikki Haley, she's not taking questions. She's not answering them. DeSantis, he's taking questions. He not, he's not answering them. Trump, it's like it always is. He bucks traditions. He bucks everything. People still love him. Uh, so that's my take. You know, let's talk about Who's going to win? Who's going to come out in forces? You know, what am I seeing? 
let me tell you. Um, first of all, I think it's very apparent Donald Trump's going to win New Hampshire. Coming after Iowa, I thought Nigali would have a small chance. I think that chance gone. Seriously hurt herself. Um, her staff made the very wrong decision there of skipping the debates and um, skipping, um, you know, not doing questions. The thing is, is that they may have thought they were Trump, you know, because Trump doesn't do debates, he doesn't take questions. They're not Trump. There's nobody like Trump. I said this earlier, and I'll say it now. He is his own game. And I think that Nikki Haley makes needs to make the stronger distinction between her and Trump. Uh, frankly, because you know some of these candidates are so afraid of angering the the Trump electorate because they believe they need their voters. I mean, yeah, you know they might be right about that, but they've they lost those voters the day they entered the race because these voters are so loyal to Trump. Um, that's really something you only see at a rally. So Nikki is so Nikki Haley's going to lose New Hampshire, and frankly, if you know if Nikki Haley loses, loses New Hampshire, she's going to lose the she's going to lose the nomination. I don't really see a path for her. You know, she's down in thirty points in South Carolina, but we'll see how that pans out. You know, another thing I'm also noticing is I'm confused and perplexed on why Chris Sununu endorsed Nikki Haley. I think it's obvious to me that he made a strategic decision. You know, when he used to go up at the events when he's introducing candidates like Tim Scott, Chris Christie, and whatnot, he used to talk about, you know, how each candidate valued New Hampshire traditions, how they value taking questions, and whatnot. Nikki Haley doesn't evaluate that yet. And that was one of his strongest things when he's looking at a candidate. He still endorsed her, still behind her now, downplaying expectations for her, you know, in the case of the likely defeat. But he made a strategic decision. He valued beating Trump more than the candidate themselves. I think he would allow him with Chris Christie more, but he made that strategic decision. Um, I'm going to very briefly talk about the Democrat side because I think that path is over. Uh, but Dean Phillips, you know, I think it's admirable that he gave up his congressional seat um, in order to run for president. I think that says a lot about his you know, character. I saw him, he, he's great at it, but, you know, I don't really see a path for him. Um, I feel like New Hampshire is the only state where he might have a shot, even then it's looking likely like he's going to be defeated by 20 points. I think the you know, Democrat nomination is pretty locked up for Joe Biden. Um, but let me t tell you my last takeaway, and this is really the big one. The three remaining GOP candidates do not value New Hampshire traditions. People are noticing. People are selecting, like I mean, some of the Christie's electorate are looking at these candidates and, look like, and, and saying, these are just three awful, awful candidates. Who's going to be the least worse? Because there's still undecided people. And I guarantee you that the reason you know Nikki Haley's numbers went high were eight percent enthusiastic. A majority of you know her supporters are just voting her because they hate Donald Trump, not because they love Nikki Haley, but because they hate Donald Trump. And in New Hampshire there's gonna be three candidates left and the undecided, you know, my guess is some of them might not even show up because they're looking at these candidates and they're looking for somebody, but they just see three equally awful candidates. And the three main candidates don't value New Hampshire traditions. 
um, you know, they buck, they buck the norms here. It's unfortunate to say, because you know they are slowly shipping away New Hampshire traditions, and you know they really have gotten away with it, which is unfortunate to see. That's my takeaway. Um, today I'll be attending a rally for Matt Gates in Key, New Hampshire, or just in a, a Trump Circuit event. Uh, Monday I will be attending multiple events in Manchester, DeSantis, Haley. Uh, Don Jr. Tuesday, we'll see where it goes. I will most likely be making appearances on CNN Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, we'll see if that pans out or not. But, as always, if you have any thoughts about what I said, um, please um, send me an email at quimitchell2024 at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought. I'm curious. I'll, I'll do my best to respond if I can. Appreciate the people who email me. Love hearing what you think. Uh, but with that, I think that concludes it. I will try to make a podcast episode on Tuesday if I can. I'm going to be completely busy on Monday. Um, we'll definitely have a podcast episode on Tuesday, or sorry, on Wednesday, you know, recounting my takeaways and final conclusions of the race. After that, you know, we'll be doing some interviews on the podcast, and that's going to be, it's going to be the future of NCAA Tussle. All right, everybody, have a good day. Have a good one. Bye-bye.